Hello and welcome back to Gifted Gas Bag. My name is Mandy and this is a podcast where I ramble incessantly about anything that pops into my most likely ADHD brain. Um, I, look, I don't know if I have ADHD. I'm just saying it would explain an awful lot. <laughs> How is everyone doing? It is currently Monday night. Um, I'm, de- uh, I'm, I'm late again with the podcast. Just, I'm, Aren't you glad you made the stellar choice to be a fan of anything that I do? Um, it's getting into the busy time of year. I don't know what to tell you. Um, the days are just kind of flying by and I can't believe... What date is it today? It's like the 13th of December. When did that happen, by the way? I'm pretty sure I blinked and November disappeared. December just kind of crept up on me. Excuse me. I've got a neighbour that feels the need to express themselves through the medium of loud car engine. Thanks. Sorry about the length of your penis, but I don't see why we all have to suffer. (sighs) Do people in loud cars really think, "Mm, this will convince everyone that I am cool? Because, like, honestly, if you've got a good car, you don't hear the loud noise from the inside. It's, it's, it's posturing. It's just for everyone else. It's the most insecure thing you could do is drive around a really loud car that makes a ton of noise to bother everyone else. And everyone who owns one of these loud cars seems to think that everyone's like, ooh, wow, look, a cool person just went past. You know what we're all really thinking? Wow, what an obnoxious blowhard moron. Why would anyone need to own a car that loud in a suburb? It's okay. I'm calm. I'm calm. But they love my street. I'm on a... The street I'm on is very straight up and down. Literally goes from one end of town to the other. And there are very few roundabouts on my street. So it's kind of a favourite among the Hoon population. Um, <laughs> one of my... One of the things I sometimes have to deal with where I live is uh, hearing the sound of a car. And you can hear them coming from miles away ripping up the road like you can hear them from like and it just gets steadily closer and you're like here we go only to then hear them like lose control and run over the top of the roundabout because it's at the top of the hill and they don't see it until they're on top of it and they run over the roundabout and you just hear like (laughs) them skid away like not hurt but they've definitely stuffed up their bumpers and stuffed up their headlights or taillights and it's like (laughs) that'll teach you you absolute idiots There's just no need to drive a car that fast in the suburbs. Uh, I don't understand so many people. I feel like I could write a book called People I Don't Understand. Shit, that's a good idea, actually. (laughs) Because the list would be a mile long. Who else don't I understand? I don't understand. Look, I respect greatly. And I appreciate, to a great degree, people that have their, their pantries and their lives organized to within an inch of their life. You know what I mean? The people that have, like, they get home with their groceries and then they film TikToks about um, unpacking all the groceries into separate containers. Like, they have a glass decanter for the orange juice. Because God forbid you pour it out of the carton, you know? Like, it's not pretty if it's out of the carton. You've got to throw the carton away and you have to put it in a different container that also pours. And that you have to wash in the dishwasher. By the way, something no one ever considers. All these uh, TikTokers that do like the the pantry organization and the fridge organization with the separate little plastic containers for every type of fruit and vegetable where there's no packaging in the entire pantry. How much of a pain in the ass would it be cleaning all those containers between grocery shops? 
I get annoyed if I have to do any dishes because I live alone. I don't have to do them very often. And it's bad because, like, you know, like one day's worth of dishes is not worth it to me to turn on the dishwasher because it's usually like a bowl, a spoon, maybe a mug, and then a glass. It's like, I'm not turning the dishwasher on for that. So I'll usually just rinse them and then leave them in the dishwasher, you know, with the door open. Then maybe like a day later, I've got enough dishes to, you know, do do a load of what. So (laughs) doing that kind of stuff frequently and constantly just seems like way too much effort. But that's what it's, that's what life's about. It's whatever your priority is. As, as insane as that seems to me, people that do all the pantry stuff, I guarantee there'll be people that'll look at the amount of effort and time I put into my skincare routine and just go, for the love of God, why? And they'd be correct. I <laughs> I put way too much effort. I'm scaling back a bit, though. I will say that. I was kind of like psychotic there for about a year and a half where I would just do like 12 steps every morning, every night and masking through the day. <sighs> To be honest, I was just looking for something to do <laughs> and it felt productive and it felt pampery. I wasn't doing it for the end result. I was doing it because I felt good doing it, you know, I think that's why most people do anything. There's a, there's a, a line in the TV show Fleabag, amazing show, by the way, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. There's a line that a psychiatrist says in season two of Fleabag. She's like, don't ask me what you're going to do. You already know. She's like, no, I don't. She's like, no, everyone knows what they're going to do. People agonize over decisions, but they know what they're going to do in the end. And that stuck with me. And you know what? She's bloody well right. Because <laughs> you may not like the thing that you think you're going to do, but you will ultimately end up doing it. There's no point agonizing. You know what you want to do. Either like do it or accept that you can't move on with your life. You know? <sighs> what was I talking about? Um... <laughs> People I don't understand. So yeah, the organization people I don't understand. People who, ooh, ooh, do we get controversial? Yeah, fuck it. It's my podcast and I will say whatever I damn well please. People who have children raise those children or, you know, neglect them and don't raise them and then decide they don't like these children that they've raised or failed to raise because, you know, I don't like who you are. The problem with that is that you friggin' made it. That's like going to frickin' Build-A-Bear, building a teddy bear, and then taking it to the counter and saying that it's not what you wanted. Sorry, this is on you. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, I should turn my vibrate thing off. I had my phone on silent. This is what I'm recording on tonight. I'm just... Okay. Um. Yeah. No. You, you. This ain't. What is it? This ain't builder bitch. No. That's not it. That's that other song. Um. This. You know. You don't get to complain that your kids aren't. Because well, it's it's the condition. The contract is that when you have kids, you have to love them unconditionally. And if you don't think you could do that, don't have kids. Uh, I just. Uh, I. Th- I. I know. I lead a very. We've t- I've talked about this before. I live a privileged life and I know that because I expect basic things that are things I think are basic parents that love you unconditionally. A lot of people do not have that privilege. I'm, I'm sad that it's a privilege because it should be a basic thing. When you, when you have kids, you have to accept anything they may become. And that's just the end of it because whatever they turn into is on you. It is who, any of your bad shit, you will pass on to them. Um, and it is your responsibility to work out and deal with your shit. If you had bad parents and that's all you know how to do, then you need to do some work within yourself and, and 
separate out what was good and what was bad about your parenting. You don't have to repeat negative cycles. If your parent made you question your own self-worth and gave you self-esteem issues, you do not have to like repeat that cycle. You can choose to heal your own damage and stop passing it on. And I will never understand parents that just... Oh, you're such a disrespectful. I would never treat my kid like... Nah, 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 nah. I would never treat my mother like this. Why? Are you... Well, clearly you did. Because that's where I learned to do it. You treat me with disrespect, I'm going to treat you with disrespect. It's... Uh... <laughs> so yes, I'll never understand parents that hate their own kids. Because, you know, you break it, you bought it. You, you did this. Through your action or inaction, your child is who you turned them into. And if you couldn't handle raising a kid, maybe you shouldn't have had them. Straight up. Um, oh, that's going to get me some nasty emails. By the way, speaking of emails, I got some emails from some of you um, to the email address. By the way, if you would like to email me, this is uh, the email address is giftedgasbag at gmail.com. Thank you so much to those of you who have already sent me some emails. I'm just going to bring it up. Bear with me a second. I got one. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. I wanted to say thank you to Mel J, who sent me a lovely email about enjoying the podcast and enjoy, you know, liking the, <laughs> liking that it sounds like listening to a work friend chatter on in the background. Love that. I love that I can contribute that to life, to your life, uh, and wishing me a merry Christmas. I wanted to say merry Christmas to you too. And uh, they said, Mel J said, it reminds me of how great Christmas is with my little kids because they make it so much fun. I tell you what, that's one of the things, I mean, I don't have kids for some of the reasons we talked about earlier, some of the whole, <sighs> this is meant to be just random chatter, but hell, I'll talk about it. So I am probably not going to have kids and I don't have kids for the simple reason that I understand what a massive responsibility and undertaking being a parent is. And I do not feel equipped to handle it. I, I am great with kids, don't get me wrong. I have uh, multiple cousins. I have a niece. I have uh, another niece. I like. I have um, lots of kids around me in my life and I love them all dearly. And I think kids are an absolute wonder. Um, anytime someone has like a baby, I'm the first one that's like, let me cuddle the baby. But I couldn't do that full time. I don't think I could. And I don't think I'd want it because I spend a lot. I spent a lot of my childhood looking after hmm, I was the oldest I was like the oldest kid uh, in my mum's side I was one of the oldest on my dad's side I had a lot of younger cousins so there was always a lot of kids around and I have a younger brother as well that I was looking after um, either because I wanted to, and it wasn't that the parents were like dumping me with their kids and going look after them I wanted to be the responsible one I wanted to look after people and I always had that instinct to do that. But I used to do it too much, if that makes sense. I would kind of <sighs> neglect myself in order to look after others. And I've recognized that about myself and I want to work on taking better care of me first. And it's a long-ass process, especially when everything, every fiber of my being tells me to look after everyone else and not worry about me. So I think just, I know for myself that if I were to have a kid, my instinct would be to immediately neglect the shit out of myself and just focus all my energy on that kid. 
because I know that's what I do whenever, whenever, another, whenever kids are around. Like with my niece, I'm just like, oh my God, yes, let's play, let's do drawing. Let me just put all my energy into you and like give you every bit of attention that you need. But then, you know, I like forget to take care of my basic stuff. So it's, it wouldn't be good. I don't think it would be good for me and it wouldn't be healthy for them because then all my stuff, all my sense of self-worth gets wrapped up in taking care of others. And that's not fair on them, which took me many, many years to learn this. If you're someone who neglects yourself to look after others, you are building your sense of self-worth and your ego and everything about you up in looking after them and owning their success and owning <laughs> kind of living vicariously rather than taking chances and living your own life. And that's not healthy for anyone, not for you, certainly not for other people. And it can actually build some resentment amongst the people that you look after because they didn't ask for that. You know, they didn't ask for you to sacrifice yourself in order to make their lives better, you know, and you actually kind of screw them out of any chance they have to own their own successes and make their own way in life. This got deep, but yeah. So for that and many other reasons, <laughs> I don't have kids and probably won't have them. Um, and that's, you know, it's my decision. Again, kids are great. Love kids. I'm great with kids. Won't have my own. I may, however, one day have a dog. And I've been thinking about that because I'm, I can't remember if I've talked about this. I'm sorry again. I'm really scatterbrained, but I am, uh, I think I've talked about the whole rental situation. I find myself in where I'm like, Ooh, rental crisis in my state. And I may be going to lose where I live. I... My strategy or my, my theory was just, look, I can always move back with my parents because I have good parents and a good family that have told me um, unconditionally, if I need somewhere to go, I have somewhere to go, which is lovely of them. And I'm very lucky to have the family that I do. But I don't want to have to lean on that support um, if I don't need to. And what I'm doing now is saving like a mofo. <laughs> I'm trying to save to purchase a home of my own which is a big deal. Oh my God. I know I just had a birthday. I'm 34 years old. That still feels like it's too much of a grown up step. And I don't know that I'm down for it. <laughs> That's some grown up shit. Grown ups buy houses. I'm not a grown up. I'm like a, I've, I feel like I'm perpetually a 23 year old who rents a flat and just works a basic job and has some mates. Nothing's really changed. I'm still that person. It's just, you know, 11 years later. Um, <laughs> So the idea of buying my own home, it's kind of terrifying, but at the same time, kind of so exciting. Um, the idea that I might be able to like paint a wall. Are you kidding me? I could paint a wall any color I wanted. I just, ooh, you can't give me that freedom. You can't because I'll do something really fucking weird for the fun of it. I could paint my walls every weekend. Should the mood strike me, I could change the wall paint color for the season. It's too, it's too much power for one person. I could, I could make my kitchen countertops bright purple and no one could stop me. If you haven't picked it up, I don't have a sense of style. I just know things that I like this one time. Okay. I'm going to tell you the story. And, um, some people I work with are actually on this. So this is going to make them laugh. Uh, are actually like people that listen to this, so it will make them laugh. I, uh, <laughs> a friend was looking at homes to buy and I found a listing for a home while looking at homes to buy. And I went, this house is 
gorgeous. It is beautiful. Oh my God, I would love to live in this house. And they looked at it and went, that is the tackiest <laughs> garbage house I've ever seen. <laughs> but here's an idea of it, right? It's like it was a massive home. They had painted the exterior of it lavender and then gray. So it was like lavender with like gray accents on the columns because it was like a new home. And like these tall, narrow windows and this kind of sloping roof design, kind of that angular thing that's in right now. So it was like that. And then the inside, they had this massive kitchen with black and white checkerboard tiles like you might see in a 50s diner all over the floor. So it looked like a dance floor. So basically, like you could push the table in the corner and you have a dance floor in the kitchen floor. I know some of you are like, Mandy, that's gross. But hear me out. I thought it would be really fun. And then they'd painted the walls in the kitchen like a pinky purple pale pastely color with like the checkerboard tiles as a backsplash you know even as i'm saying it i'm realizing how dumb it sounds um and then like this oh, kind of um like a gray oak timber finish on all the cupboards which didn't really match but i was fine with it and they had like a cuckoo clock on the wall which looked charming and so cute um they had a a sitting room with a leopard print, diner-style, leather-backed, um, curvy S-shaped couch. <laughs> Same checkerboard floor, tiles all the way through. But this room was painted bright aqua, like neon aqua. And they had like these cool rainforest prints up all over the wall. It looked like if a bowling alley in a 50s diner threw up in there. And I was just like, that's such a cool house. Whoever lived there was clearly a massive fan of purple because all through the house were like purple bath towels, purple bedspreads, purple curtains. And I was just like, I am living. <laughs> I, look, I don't know style. I don't know what coastal chic. I don't know what heritage blah, blah. I don't know anything about that. I know that colors make me happy and that my house will most likely be a disaster if I get the chance to decorate it on my own, because that's just, you can't, you can't give me that freedom. <laughs> I'm going to abuse that freedom. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. I cannot wait to completely screw up and make my place look so stupid. <laughs> Ultimately, I know that you have to make things basic and um, very simple to flip it. And that's kind of what I'd be hoping to. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe buying a place that is, uh, if I can do this, it's going to depend on how things go in the next six months, honestly. Um, if I can get a place, I'm hoping to buy a place that is old. You know, where like you look at the interior and it's all like timber and orange counters and brown carpet and all that kind of garbage. Because I would love to do just some basic cosmetic stuff myself. Um, there's a few places I've seen that are selling fairly cheap because they are outdated and it would not take much to fix them up. And you can learn to do anything on YouTube. Honestly, like I could, I've learned so much from YouTube. My dad, by the way, absolute genius. Given a change in his circumstances, my dad would be like an engineer because there is nothing he cannot build. I have seen him make a spot welder out of a microwave. He learned how to make a river table, you know, one of those tables with like the acrylic and the stones in the bottom, through watching YouTube videos. He's like built parts for vehicles that don't have parts by watching YouTube tutorials on how to manufacture your own parts when you like it's 
The man's a genius. He just thinks he's a handyman. But I've told him, like, you basic, you're an engineer. Like, you very clever man. And what is he doing for a living? He delivers mail. And he loves it. It's a great job. He loves being a postie, a postie on a bike. But, yeah, it's so sad because he worked so many crappy jobs when he could have done anything, you know. My dad's a very, very smart man who doesn't think he's very smart. So if there's anything I've learned from him, it's that you can learn to do anything these days as long as you look it up on YouTube. There is someone there to show you how to do it. I reckon I could renovate a place from YouTube and just knowing what I'm looking for. And obviously several trips to Mitre 10. Not Bunnings. Never Bunnings. Mitre 10, they actually know what they're doing. Bunnings just hires people that look good in... um in the aprons. I'm sorry if you work at Bunnings, by the way, but you got yeah, I'm right though. I'm right. Where to trade? You ask any tradie where they're going to get their good stuff. They're going to Mitre 10. They're not going to Bunnings. I mean, it was just basic timber, maybe the Bunnings Tradie Center, but if they want expertise or unique pieces, they're going to Mitre 10. It's getting fiery in the home reno discourse. I'm going to really, I'm, I'm out to upset some people today. Whew. I'm going to get some hate mail. Gifted gas bag at Gmail, by the way. I look forward to your hate letters. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what other kind of people do I not understand? People that can garden. People that are good at gardening. I don't understand people that just, like, know how to, like, make plants grow and can look at, like... You know, like an empty bit of dirt and go, I can see what that could be. It's amazing. I I am in awe of that talent. I will never understand how you do it or why you do it. God, it, it bores me to absolute tears. <laughs> My mum loves gardening. I, I couldn't give a shit about a plan. I'm just, I'm so bad at gardening. I can kill anything. I have no gift for it. So I don't understand people that can garden. What other kinds of people don't I understand? I don't understand people... Oh, you know what? People that take unnecessary risks and then get absolutely dumbfounded when it goes wrong. I think everyone in, in every family, there is one person that just acts like the world has got it in for them and everything goes wrong for them. Why didn't it work for me? Maybe because you made a stupid, uncalculated risk without thinking about the consequences. So you don't get to go all surprise Pikachu when shit blows up in your face. It always does. Maybe the problem is you. That's another type of people I don't understand. People with a stunning lack of self-awareness. <laughs> My favorite is the ones that go on about how oh, everyone, everyone's been such an asshole. Everywhere I go today, everyone's been such an asshole. It's like, maybe it's you. Because the odds on it being every single other person on the planet sounds unlikely. Statistically improbable. Um, and I know this because I had one of those days uh, on the week on Sunday. I went out um, to go get some stuff at the shops. I went to Aldi for a change. <sighs> I, you know, I was like, it must be me. I must just be in a foul mood today. But I was having a day where I was just like, as everyone just out to piss me off all of a sudden. <laughs> like I pulled into my park and a guy behind me honked at me. And at first I was like, I don't know you. And then I realized he was pissed off because I'd parked in the park he wanted while I was in front of him and could, I, that I had no idea that's the park he wanted. I just parked in the closest one. 
And he was pissed off that I'd taken that park, despite the fact he was behind me and I would have gotten to it first anyway. And I was like, wow, what a jerk. Just as I'm thinking that, I go to walk across the pedestrian walk and a car stops there and this woman like gestures at me like, fucking move. And I like, I know it's annoying to wait for pedestrians. So I was like knees to chest. I was, you know, fast walking my way across this thing. And she's like gesturing at me all Megan. I'm just like, oh, you know, screw you too, lady. And I'm like shaking my head like, wow, what a rude person. I get into Aldi. It's Sunday. It's getting up to Christmas. People are like losing their shit and stuff. I get it. But I feel like all sense of personal space has gone out the frigging window. There was like a woman that came and like bumped my shoulder to grab like something from in front of me. And then she sighed like I was the problem. Like I was standing looking at some cured deli meats. My God, sue me. And she like like walks right up from behind me and like bangs into my shoulder and then reaches around across in front of me, grabs the deli mate and just goes <sighs> and walks off like, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry I exist. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm not sorry I exist. I'm sorry she exists. Anyway, this is me oh, going on a full on rant here. And then this couple was like this uh, man and woman was behind me and I was walking like I didn't want to do the strolly. I'm i past the point where I can casually stroll up and down aisles in supermarkets. I don't have the patience for it anymore. I am on a mission. When I decide, when I walk into a supermarket, I know exactly what I want and I just kind of speed walk through the aisles until I get the section. I'll even skip aisles if I don't need anything in those sections and I will go straight to the points I need the things and then walk to the front with the items and get the hell out of there. I can buy a 12 item shopping list at 15 minutes in like a dead run. I can get in from, from walking into the shop to out of there and the purchase is complete in under 15 minutes. Cause I don't screw around. Like <laughs> I know what I want. I get it. And I get the hell out of there. And I was felt feeling the same about Aldi. So I'm just like looking at the things I want to look at. And this couple are walking behind me and they're like following me hand in hand. Very sweet, very cute, but they just kind of walk behind me. And every time I stop at a section, they stop behind me. And there's heaps of room to like walk. There's a whole aisle and they just stand there and stare at me. And I'm just like, look back at them like, did you want to? And they're like, no. And just stand there. And I'm like, okay, I don't like having a tail. Like, why are you following me? And I've decided to myself like, okay, I'll just skip the next few like sections of things. Like I don't need biscuits. I don't need, you know, chicken. I don't need, you know, bananas or whatever. And I skip the next few sections and then finally stop at biscuits. I turn around. They are right behind me and just standing there staring at me as though I'm in their way. Just stop dead in the middle of the aisle. And I'm like, <sighs> turn back at them and give them kind of a half smile like, hmm, yeah, you know, I'll be moving on in a second. And the girl just sort of stares at me. And the guy goes like, <sighs> I'm like, what? You're following me around. What is going on with everyone today? I couldn't, it was the weirdest freaking thing. And then I was just like, screw this. I'm going to the other side of the store. And then I'm going to come back over here when they are gone, when they are out of my way. So I like put the biscuits down. I walk around the other side of the aisle and I stand there and wait and be buggered if they didn't follow me around there. And then just sort of stand there at a distance, looking at the stuff on the shelf and then like just turning their heads toward look at me. And I'm like, if this wasn't a couple hand in hand, I think security was following me around. Like the way they were behaving, it was the weirdest friggin' thing. And I was like, I don't know if they're like zoned out and they've just locked in on walking behind me no matter where I go, but I'm done. And I was like holding, 
<laughs> I was like holding a packet of god I think it was like dried out apricots or something and I've grabbed the packet and I've thrown it back at the like aisle thing back in the little section it came from and I just speed walked to the complete other corner of the store and then stopped turned around and stared back as I like fucking challenging them like I am challenging you please fucking follow me because I'm going to walk directly out of the store into my car and if you follow me at that point I'm driving away and I turned around and just stared at me and then I looked back and they were just standing where I'd left them staring at me walking away as though oh but we were going to follow you it was so fucking weird and then I doubled back and tried to go to the beginning of the store and they came around the corner I ended up like grabbing two or three items that I wanted at a speed walk going straight to the register they checked in behind me and bought a packet of batteries weird someone if you know what was going on there because i was completely stumped that did they think they knew me what just they were looking at me like i was the problem but that they were it was like they thought i was in charge or leading a tour i was not dressed like a staff member i like there's no way they could have mistaken me for anybody but just someone shopping and they just followed me around the friggin store it was so weird um and then um so I bought the stuff and I'm at the, the, the checkout and I see them coming up behind me and I'm like, for fuck's sake. I'm like, what is going on with everyone today? And then there were three people in front of me at the checkout. And one of them was this woman who was holding her stuff in her arms and wouldn't put it on the register. But this is Aldi. You have to put everything on the register. So I'm standing back and I can't put my stuff on the register until she puts her stuff down because she might need more room than what I'm taking up. So I'm holding it there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and she's walking forward and I'm like, mm, maybe she's not putting it down. So I grab one of those metal things to put behind the shopping of the person in front of her and she turns back and gives me a filthy look and goes, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know if you were putting stuff on the register or not. And she's like, you can wait your turn, thank you. I'm like, what is going on today? I put it down like, okay, sorry, jeez. <laughs> Calm down, lady. Um you know, whatever, it's, I'm not going to start, you know, whatever, I don't care, so she starts putting her stuff down, and cussing under her breath the whole time, you know, just kind of like, no, oh, fucking, some people, Christ, no fucking, no patience these days, fucking, fucking, I'm like, wow, everyone is having a bad day, like, I know I'm in a pissed off mood because of the stalkers behind me, but, it, yeah, she's clearly having a bad day too, Jesus, so she puts everything down, and then I wait for her to put down the little metal guard thingy, so I can put my stuff down as well, and she doesn't. <laughs> I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but like that's the polite thing to do. When you finish putting your shopping on the counter, on the register, you get the little dividey thingy and you put it there to let the person behind you know and now it's time to put your stuff up. Maybe like that's just something I've got in my head, but I'm like, oh, God, can't even put, I'm getting fed up at this point. I grab the little metal thing and I put it down and I start putting my stuff on the register. I get it all up there and stuff and I grab the metal thing and I put it behind me uh, and like kind of eyeball the weird, starey couple behind me and the guy just like chucks a pack of batteries on the counter and goes, ta. I'm like, what? Like, yep, yeah, cool. You're welcome. Weird stalker couple. And then, um... Yeah, get through just to get everything through there. And the lady in front of me didn't have a bag with her and she didn't buy a bag. 
So he rushed everything through, you know, how people at Aldi shoot groceries through the checkout like they're trying to hit you with them, you know, like the speed run of, <laughs> of checkout. I'm pretty sure they're actually, like, graded on how fast they can check people out, and they're really good at it. I appreciate the speed because I only ever buy – I never buy a trolley full at Aldi anymore. I used to back in the day, but it's honest to God just too stressful. So these days what I do is I take one bag – and I only buy as much as fits in the bag. And I go to the other side with my pre-purchase bag and I wait. And as they're throwing things down, I'm like grabbing them and chucking them in the bag with equal speed. And then I have the card ready to go by the time that they're like, okay, that'll be this. I'm like, cards here. Let's do this. I take it as a challenge. And I feel like good about myself if I can finish and get that paid and get in and out of there as fast as possible. Because like, yeah, I'll be freaking, it's so weird what I'm proud of. Anywho. So yes, um, she has had everything checked out and it's all just sitting piled up at the end of the register and he tells her how much it is and she pays and stuff and then so looks at him like, are you going to bag this up? And I'm thinking, oh my God, is this her first time in Aldi? Has she never been here before? What a rare creature you must be. <laughs> and she just kind of stares at him, realizes he's just like, um, you know, have a good day. Do you want a catalog? She's like oh god and picks all her stuff up and starts trying to stack it in her arms and she's kept, like bought a heap of like a box of plates and like a frying pan and then oh, i don't know some cans of animal food i think anyway she starts trying to stack it all on itself drop some things on the floor i like pick up a can of dog food and like hand it back to her and she's just like thanks and like st <laughs> walks over to the the thing like basically i i stopped paying attention to her at that point but she like stalks off all upset and shit I'm like, wow. And I like come around the other side finally, get all my groceries straight in that bag and get the fuck out of there. I get out to the parking lot and there's a woman. <laughs> I pulled into the park and there's a woman sitting in the car next to me on her phone. And I'm just like, yeah, cool. She's just sitting in a car, whatever. And I start putting my stuff in the car and she puts her phone down and stares at me while I'm putting my stuff in the car and then while I'm like putting my handbag down, closing my car, rolling the windows down, getting the aircon on because it's hot as shit, putting a little bit of my music on, um, keep, turn the volume down so you don't bother people, stick my sunglasses on. And she just like has her head turned to the side, staring, full, like not even hiding it, not even glancing at me, just staring at me fully the whole time. And I kind of give it like a half wave and she just shakes her head at me like you've done something wrong and I disapprove of you. And at this point, I'm like, I think either I'm having a bad dream <laughs> or I'm on the front page of the paper with this woman's a bitch and you should be weird around her. I don't know what happened, but I got home like in a full on fluss, like just, you know, when you like amp yourself up and get angrier and angrier, the more you think about it. It's like, what is everyone's pro rude woman, rude freaking couple following me everywhere like freaks? And why are they like stalking me? Why was that woman shaking her head at me? What could I have done wrong? I didn't leave my lights on. There was nothing wrong with anything I'd done. I'd parked properly. I wasn't parked too close to her car. And it was like bothering me. And I'm just like, wow, what, what's wrong with people? It's meant to be like the time of the year where you're nice. And you know what? I got home and I thought to myself, if you're looking around and everyone's an asshole, Maybe it's just you. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe that couple were just waiting to get through the store and didn't want to rush ahead of me to get to the batteries, which are right at the checkout. Maybe um, 
maybe they were like, we don't want to overtake you because that's rude or something. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe the woman in front of me was just having a bad day or had never been to Aldi before and was confused. Maybe people have bad days and people are like, you know, maybe I'm giving people more credit than they deserve, whatever. But I think it makes more sense that I misinterpreted some behaviours than just everyone's a prick all the time. Um, it is also the time of year that is very stressful and people tend to act out when they're stressed. So maybe that's it. I don't know. I still would love to know why that couple were following me everywhere. <laughs> I don't understand it. But maybe they were just like, were just walking through the entire store and maybe just looking at stuff. Maybe they didn't know their way around the store. I don't know. I'm just really, I, I can't make it make sense. And it was a really weird day. Sunday was a weird day. I also spent half the day like napping randomly because the weather's been so freaking weird. <gasps> are you joking? There are centipedes everywhere and I have like swept up five in the last few days. And when I tell you there is a giant one walking across my kitchen floor right now, I vacuumed and like cleaned up everything today. Well, I turned on my RoboVac, but that's a, that's a story for another day. I inherited a RoboVac from my nan who has since passed. Or, well, she passed and that's why I got the RoboVac. Um, and I think either the RoboVac is haunted or it's confused that it's in the wrong house, but there was no instruction manual, so that was an experience today. Um, but, yeah, there's just there's a centipede just casually strolling across my kitchen floor. Do not know how it got in here. Do not know how long it's been here. It's nowhere near the front door. So I don't know where it's gotten in. But they seem to like the straight lines between my tiles and the kitchen. Isn't that weird? It's like ants. Or cats sitting inside a taped square. Animals, man. Animals have got something going on we don't know about. Probably many things. Okay, I really got to clean this thing up before it finds somewhere to hide. And with that, I will end today's episode. I barely remember anything I talked about, but that is completely on par with every other episode I've ever done. Thank you for your patience with me. Thank you for your emails. Please feel free to send me any emails with any theories about the weird people in Aldi. <laughs> Giftedcastbag at gmail.com. And I will catch you guys soon. Oh my God, it's nearly Christmas. Are you excited for Christmas? I'm excited for Christmas. I've got some ideas about maybe a themed episode for the next one. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, have a great one. Look after yourselves. Look after everyone else. But mostly yourself. Mostly yourself. Take care of yourself. Check in with yourself. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.